Uh, you know what Damn, makes me man. so happy, man? I don't know, man. I've been so, so happy for the past few days that we clamped to top 50 in Nigerian podcast. Okay. That shit that's, was crazy, man. That's real. That's real shit. That shit All was, the hard work is starting to pay off. Man, I was like, yo, man, at least, at least we've seen progress. And even considering we, we don't even live in Nigeria at all. Yeah, so the algorithm is not even in our favor. In our somehow. favor at all. And somehow, somehow, and the funniest thing is like the top 50 Nigerian, uh, the um, uh, society and culture podcast uh, category in Nigeria is full of foreign podcasts, not even Nigerian podca- podcast. What? Very, I told you, very few Nigerian podcasts, man. The top 50 is full of... Yeah, the algorithm is kind of messed up then. Yeah, because, yeah, because uh, the, yeah, the algorithm is based on how many um, podcasts Nigerians are actually listening to. It turns out that Nigerians okay. who are listening to podcasts don't even listen to their own podcast, to like the podcast out of Nigeria. There must be a reason out of that for that. I know. You know Nigerians okay. love everything for it. <laughs> Yes, yeah, so <laughs> love everything for it. Yeah, everything for it. But at least some uh, top ten, we have almost two or three Nigerian podcasts. Uh, LD and those girls, the ones you interview for your pro- uh, project. Oh, okay. I said what I said. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I said what I said. Yeah, those girls. They're like seventh or eighth. Yeah, they're real, man. They're real. Mm. They're real. Like... Yeah, I think I think so. But yo, as you all know. People started like converting fans from social media, yeah. To it's more of like fan uh, conversion, you know. So and uh, we can't even compete. We don't have fan. Both of us are social media awkward. We don't even do anything on social media. <laughs> <laughs> we can't even... Not chasing the clouds, man. Yeah, we can't even promote Not shit. So I mean, like, come to think of it, we're not really lacking behind, but we just rely on our content, you know. It's not all about how many yeah, followers sure. we got, uh, how many clouds we can chase on um, on Twitter or Facebook, on Instagram. You don't even come, you barely come on Instagram. You barely post on Instagram. Yeah, I still manage to update my stories, but you, hell no. Basically, I'm going on Instagram break for like five months now. Uh, good luck. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, I'm taking a break from all of this. For what? Nah, I just want to stay locked in for now, so... Oh, okay. And you know what it is. So, okay. Yeah, it's okay. Just yeah. about staying locked in. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll take yeah. the I'll take the break when I get there, but not now. I just have to keep myself. Yeah. A little bit. But Twitter for sure. I always be on Twitter, so I can know what. I'm on always on Twitter the though. Yeah. Nigeria. So I'm always on Twitter. Facebook and Instagram is out for now. Uh, Facebook is terrible. I mean, like it's terrible, yeah. ter- it's terribly terrible. I don't I don't know how people give you survive. Mental illness, man, straight up. Exactly, and and, and mentally the, fucks you up. And the thing is, like, I've been I'm always active on, on on Facebook. Like, I check my Facebook almost every day. I never interact with nobody. I barely uh, respond to yeah. to my um to my Facebook messenger messages. And I don't comment on shit. I just want to keep myself out of those 
man, it's too much to handle, man. Facebook is is getting out of hand. So anyway, so what do we got to talk about today, man? What do we got to talk? How is life over there? How is everybody? How is Bros Tubo? Shout out to Bros Tubo. Before we even go into that, one of the good news of the things Facebook has done is they have limited how many uh, sharing people can do on WhatsApp. Because finally, they've caught up that people are using WhatsApp to spread misinformation and disinformation okay okay so I, I, now, no, I noticed that because i yeah, don't even i don't even use my whatsapp on. like that too yeah i noticed that i use whatsapp uh, no i don't use my whatsapp so, like that nah. and you know especially with nigeria right yes in the see on whatsapp they will just immediately repost, repost it, it yeah i don't oh so, wow that is great they should really do that on on facebook implement that on red facebook like in a week, yes. you will not be able to share more than four. Because I have a, a friend of mine shared at least in a week like fifty pages, and I'm kind Don't of tell me it's James, not even James. That his name is okay. BJ Bolaji, and I'm kind of wondering. So oh, how, okay, okay, yeah, I know him. Uh, yeah, how on earth will you be able to read those posts you're sharing every day? I mean, that is too much of news. And there's so much <laughs> conflict. There is a lot of conflicts of interest on their hand. I don't know how you can keep up, but I don't know if your sharing button is like automatic, but you have to slow it down, man. You have to slow this shit down. Yeah, that's what's up. That's what's up. Let's get kicking, man. Let's get in. Let's get let's get logged in. How is it over there? How is bros? <laughs> man, bros is doing good. Everybody's okay. So I kind of met up with uh, Sejan last week. Oh, yeah, he's back. I thought he went to... Uh, yeah, he was in yeah, Vietnam. He was back from yeah. Vietnam. Oh, so oh. that was cool shit for real. That, oh. was, cool. that was a good, oh, good oh, night, oh, man. Oh, oh, oh. And you know, when hooky, I say it's a hooky, good, huh? good night, you oh, know what oh, I mean. Oh, it's like someone get late so early, huh? Yeah, that was, that was <laughs> fast, man. That was really fast. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's still the same. Hey, good night. Yeah. Spooky shit life. Yeah, man, yeah. It's like the love got transferred yeah. from one location to another. Oh. I don't even know if it's worse out here or it's even it's worse in Bangkok. Worse I out feel like there. Trust me, man. Dude, we're hitting the stay I, sharp. No, we're hitting Ibiza when I come over, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we gotta do that. That's where for I'm real, gonna start my day. Man, it's a lot of fun out here, except the weather in Spain. Yeah, it's still okay. It's better it's than... It's better than Holland, man. How you got to complain about Ooh. weather in Spain? Nah, I, I can't complain about that for sure, for sure. That's what I'm you saying. Know, it's like... a whole different system with the metro. Oh, yeah. everything. Yeah, yeah. It's so different. Dif- Every yeah. goddamn thing is so different out here. Like, even the electrical units. Okay. I have to purchase universal plugs to be able to use my electrical oh the same thing the same whatnot. the same thing i did in uh, in holland you know i still have my own uh, yeah yeah i still have my i'm so, taking my along to anywhere man if you can come with all of that hey, sure, hell, sure, hell sure. yeah i'm not leaving anything behind i still have all of the them is, i think one of the main thing is that don't think anything you've always been used to in other countries like Nigeria or Thailand, Thailand is gonna work in Spain. Other places you visited is the same here. Oh, okay. Everything is awkwardly different, <laughs> and it works. Okay, let's say that goes. You know, yeah, it it's also okay. It's okay. You, you have know, to buy. You can't just not like Thailand where you can just go dump your your refuse 
and everything, your dirt and everything like that. No. You can only dump things after 8 or 9 p.m. Oh, they have time yeah. constraint. Yeah. So because most of the uh, refuse uh, trucks come Truck at come night. At night. Oh, so they'll just oh, pick oh, it up oh, so oh, oh, oh. not smelly by daytime. Oh, okay. Okay. So, so they rather let time, you yeah. keep it in your room. In your room. <laughs> keep yourself your with house. the smell. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So when you that. dump it yeah. by 8 or 9, so by midnight they're about, they've already picked it up. That is nice. So it just feels like nothing happened. Yeah, yeah. That is, that is, that is cool. That is and cool. there are separate bins for plastic, for papers, Paper for metal, yeah. for everything. So you can't just dump everything into one. So these are some of the things you have that to That makes get sense, though. Yeah. It's okay. There's just a lot of, you know, all uh, of your 10 years, 9 years abroad is just you have like, to. Whoa, yeah, you have to okay. start over again. You have to like, you have you to start, start over learn the process again. again. Yeah. Exactly. So, But at least the system is working. So yeah. yeah? Not gonna, nobody's going to complain. Working, yeah, for sure. so you can't complain like, about that. So do you can't guys complain. go back to... Uh, Kautau. What, what, what was the name of that club in, in Madrid? Kotao. Kotao. You oh, went there again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We didn't. We haven't uh, been there. Uh, okay. What, what about the we first one we went? There, yeah. We've not been to any of those places. Oh, We've just been what? to two places. What are you guys be doing? Which are new places. Uh, okay. But the thing is, you will love them. Especially the second place. I went on Saturday. Okay. So all the just plays old school pop. Wow. And jab. And yeah, old school pop and, and shit like Things from way back, and sounds good. The atmosphere is really good. Sounds yeah. good. Sounds good. Hey, yo, man. So, there's basically everything like hip hop clubs. There is every genre that you want. But anywhere you go, just be rest assured that you have fun for sure. That's yeah, come on, mate. That's on. That is where everybody's that's looking up to, man. Yeah, that is like Spain, Madrid, Barcelona. Everybody just want to be there just to party. A lot of people go on vacation. I mean, for rich people, not for the poor one who comes to Thailand. Yeah. And fuck shit up. <laughs> I know, but the thing is, you know, one thing I do, I do get is that a lot of people who go to Thailand just go, so maybe, okay, it's cheap. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's got That's one of weather. the reasons, yeah. Then weather and the food and accommodation the... Accommodation yeah. is pretty cheap. Cheap, yeah. And also... And medical treatment is, then, is extremely cheap, too. Yeah, uh, medical tourism, also the beaches and everything. Uh, yeah. so, there are so many beaches and islands that yes. you can choose from. And again, so, if you're white, you have the the stamp, the Thai stamp. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's a pussy. And also, <laughs> then there is the sex tourism too. So, yeah. So there's just a lot of upside to coming to Thailand on holiday than coming out here. I mean, th- some of the things I've heard is that... Um, Barcelona is more international than Madrid. Oh, okay. It's more fun. Fun, yeah, yeah. Someone told me, yeah. A friend of mine told me that too. Uh, Barcelona is like really, really fun. Over the weekend or not, I don't know for sure. And he was probably get there. And he was actually was actually comparing Barcelona and Ukraine. Uh, this city in Ukraine. Ukraine. I swear to God, dude, yo. Why would anyone make a comparison between Barcelona and the city in Ukraine? Ukraine is bobbing, man. <laughs> yeah, it's like... Nah, this that's guy, our origins, man. This guy is from Europe, too. It was like, yo, yo, man. I mean, I don't know I don't know the reason he said that, but you might want to check that out, too. So you don't want to just leave... Yeah, for every, sure, yeah. for sure. 
I mean, like, I was talking sure. to Tyre, maybe somehow, maybe this year we might just jump over there for a weekend. Yeah, he's already Do. a local out there. Yeah, he's, so. oh, yeah. He was like, yo, do you know I smoke like shit? And I was like, yo, I don't know that. <laughs> it's like, he smokes? I swear to God, it's like he can't go a day without weed. Well, I guess it's because of the weather. The, the weather, yeah. And it's like he's drinking like mad. It was like, uh, okay. I was like, Tayo, if you can win yeah, me with, with alcohol, it's like, just ev- yeah, every day, every day, vodka, every day. Yeah, it's just a way of like surviving. Surviving. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And you know, the phrase, easy, the man. phrase we normally use, like, on a warmer. <laughs> and my guy started who using not it. You're not gonna know. I was like, yo, now you know, Abby. Mm-hmm. Now you know, uh, a bro will change you. Is that I change you for good or for bad? Yeah. Either way, so just gotta, it's still gonna be changed. Yeah. So what's Pompey? What is going on in yeah, Nigeria? Right. What is going on around the world? What is going on in on Twitter? Man, I've not really even been on Twitter to know the shit that's going on. I swear man. to God, there's like have you really followed this? Ojewaki Eng trend. I, I, on I, I tried. I really tried. The, even the one uh, Ali shared or Twitter today, because I have this syndrome. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I have this you syndrome, it, right? right? Yeah. When I see something stupid, <laughs> I go straight to the uh, to someone who posted it. I go to their profile, read their bow, read their profile, and then I I decide what to do with it. So the okay. girl, she was on something and she was like, she she been chasing the cloud for so long and that just invalidates her post. To me, I wanted to okay. comment. I've, before, you, before, you, before you commented, right? I've read it yeah. like more than five times and kept deleting it. I was like, fuck it, no, I'm not going to do it. Even after, yeah. you, after you commented, I was like, no, I'm not going to do this. I want to, but I don't want to at the same time. I tried to follow it up, but I don't know the origin of it. But most of those trend seems fabricated to me. So I was like, fuck it. The thing is, I think it was just one person from South Africa that started the trend. Like, oh, yeah, I saw, the first, I saw the first one you retweeted. Like, you actually came here. For English, right? The the, the 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 person started with English. I don't know. Before, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it was the whole South African language or something. I was like, you know, South Africans like, <laughs> like middle, they just switch. The switch just was like, too know, quick. It's just like how this trend in hip hop where middle, they just switch the beat into something. Oh else. yeah, 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 yeah. The switch, yeah. That's exactly what it is. You with know, South Africans, like, man. But you know, I, but I think Yoruba started this way, way back. Yeah. You know, it was all fun then Yoruba, like where you speak English and you, along the way, you just switch to Yoruba and then back to English, back to Yoruba. That This shit has been going on for, for, for quite some time though, but not in written though, so. You know, one, definitely, I, I, you, you know, there's a case to be made as to some of the posts being fabricated. But one thing you can't discount is that there are people who has some of these Experience in real time. Stressful uh, life experiences. Yes, 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 yes. That's for sure. I think the meaning of that phrase is that what is eating you up? And then, you know, people found this as a a platform to... To just uh, express themselves. express their struggles they are going through in life. Yeah. At the same time, I just feel like, whoa, why would you want to 
express some of these things. Say in public platform, to right? Total strangers. Yeah. On yeah. the internet. Yeah. You know, I'm not trying to say they are chasing clouds, you know, but I just feel like there are certain things that you really don't need to put out there. Yeah, that's fact. That's fact. That's right. So I do feel that way, but it just, at the same time, it just shows you a lot of the things that people bottled up within them, things that are eating people up mentally. That's why when people behave a certain way, you just really have to question or uh, maybe there's definitely something that's wrong, you know? Yeah. It's not always about them being hateful, about them being bipolar or anything. Maybe it just be something, an event that's happened in their lives. In their lives, yeah. That has really changed their mentality about certain things. Yeah, and people have different it, mental struggle, you know? Like, <clears throat> there's a lot of people with, I think, like, everybody has this unique way of dealing with things internally. Um, Some people have this mental ability to handle things more than others, right? Yeah. That some people you just, and, and this uh, most of this thing has to do with how you, kind of your, your culture, how you were brought up. And now, now that Nigerians, Nigerians started complaining about what we call before home discipline, before it wasn't a thing. Yeah. Right. But now it's becoming a thing because a lot of people can't handle it. And when you compare how the yeah, uh, I think yesterday that was uh I was talking to Ploy. Shout out to Ploy. And she was like, Is Nigerian parents always so tough? I was like, Nigerian parents are not always so tough, they are always tough tough tough. <clears throat> they are super tough. Like there's a lot of things you cannot do in a Nigerian household. And definitely, yeah, definitely. And, and in a way, in a way, right, that prepares you to to handle a lot of things. I mean, some some might some people might consider that as a as an abuse, or you it's weaken you mentally, or it's like has some effect. But everybody has different way of handling things. A lot of people people will make different argument, like how they were brought up is the reason how why they could be able to uh, face a lot of challenges on overcome a lot of things. Some people is like, this is the, the abuse I experienced while growing up is the reason I couldn't do this, I couldn't do that, you know? I definitely feel like one approach does not fit it all in the sense that... Uh, yeah, at all. Yeah, so it depends also on how a person has channeled their upbringing to their advantage. There are people who have thick skin because of the things that They've been through a while. Yeah, while growing up. Yeah, that's fact. Especially a lot of Nigerians that call themselves hustlers abroad. The reason they think they are able to adjust to the weather, to the society, to the culture of these other countries is because of their upbringing of maybe being tough. Yeah. Yeah. And also being courageous. That's fact. So for those people, they will tell you that it's their upbringing. And for some certain people, who are broken, they will tell you it's the way that they were brought up. Yeah, yeah. That that's right. They could not speak to their parents. They yeah. were afraid. So that's why their life turned out the way it turns out. So that's that's fact. To yeah. each their own. To each person their own, you know. But I do definitely believe that the way I've turned out is as a result of the kind of upbringing I had. Same in as different places where I grew Same up. as me too. Same as me. Yeah, I can make the argument whole the whole night. I can make the 
the same argument you're making right now all day because like we grow up not in a very very high soul society not in a society whereby everything is guaranteed like we grow up where you have to work for everything like you have to literally work for yeah. everything and working for everything at the same time you still have you still have to keep your uh your childhood promised who you want to be and we don't just work for everything work for everything just to get somewhere not just to work for everything and stay where we want to stay or wherever and the kind of life we lived growing up right is the kind of life every rich pe- person want to live but we consider that life as a poor life now everybody wants to go to island yeah but do we know the value of our own island where we were bo- we were born and grew up no hell no before before you move to Sydney, right you grow up eating healthy food your entire life right Mm-hmm. It's either fresh fish, a lot of fruit, mangoes, and all those shit. People are now crying, running after every day. That is how we were, bro- dude. Most of the time, I drink Coca Cola probably once in a year, and a lot of people are you, caught. You know, one thing I think is that a lot of people, a lot of us, are caught up in social trends and what is seen as being being conscious or hippie or being trendy. In the sense that you see, the past few years. Organic foods have been on the increase. Yeah, yeah. So everybody right. is jumping on the on organic the trend, food yeah. train. But one thing I, I can say is that I think all my life I've always eaten organic food. Exactly, like, yeah. You know, in those days we have fresh fish and fresh everything. Fresh fruit, everything. When yeah. I grew up in those states, everything is fresh from the farm. Yeah. The, the yam, the fruits, everything is fresh from the farm, dude, even I, the animals. Dude, I ate my yeah. first. I ate my first pizza when I traveled abroad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, same thing with me too. Yeah. Same thing with me. Yeah. I don't even think I've had pizza in Nigeria. Never. I don't think so. Never. Never. I basically don't know how it's going to feel and I don't know. I just don't trust it. But I'm very sure I saw Domino pizza. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, like, 2004 when I went to Lagos, I saw Domino. Yeah, I saw Domino pizza. Even before... Before... Yeah, yeah. Before they came to Thailand, they went to Nigeria first. They have the oh okay yeah, I'm, I'm definitely sure that they've made their return on the on such investments because hey yeah Nigeria, Nigeria jump on everything foreign man yeah jumps on everything from, foreign from yeah, to to cold stone ice cream to everything you know whatever it seems has been cool has been trendy then for sure they'll get it they'll go for it. Before uh, before we used to be very proud of our Mr. Bixo. Tantalizer. Yeah, so, <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, Mr. Bixo right Tantalizer. All of that has changed. But now... All of that has definitely changed. Man, it's not easy. Yeah, but one of the things... One of the things... Chicken Republic also. Oh, yeah. Chicken Republic, you know, yeah. Yeah. You know, one of the things with love these companies is that I think they've not been able to manage themselves and and also modernize with the society. You know, they are caught up in the same old model of doing business that they started with. So they're not really as trendy as they used to be. It's just an option of okay, if people are looking for places to eat and yeah that's the closest it, it, thing, it, they just go for it. It's called they don't have this um 
strategic marketing. Like you know, you just yeah, you, you can't just base on the on the fact that yeah, we are the first fast food chain uh, chain in Nigeria or probably in West Africa. So we are not going to do anything more. We're just going to remain like that because people already know us, right? And you you forget that a lot of people like you have competitors, people coming with different idea, people coming with different yeah taste of food, people coming, people modernizing their own investment, but you just stay there because you're Mr. Biggs, you've been there forever, and you, there's nothing you're going to change. Trust me, McDonald's has been around for, for so long, and yet they kept doing advertisement, they kept uh, evolutionizing their yeah. own product. Promos, yeah, a lot of promos, a lot of keeps keep killing doing, their exactly. business, spreading. Even, they have to employ new people too. People who knows how, because you can't just stick with the old idea. The old ideas we definitely yeah. fade off. To fed off. You know, the, the thing is, when you look at places like, uh, okay, for example, when you look at places like, you know, Ondo State, how many of the major cities in Ondo State has Chicken Republic, Mr. Beats, and all of this? No. Especially from Ondo South Senatorial Zone, which we are from. Mm. The last place you will find any of these outlets is Ore. Yeah, Ore, yeah, yeah. Because Rabbit basically Napure, Ore is yeah. a major hub mm. within to towards south. Yeah, it's south, like south, yeah, south Nigeria. Links a lot of places, yeah. These other places. It links a lot of places. So you have to go through Ore to go to a lot of places. After Ore, where else in the whole entire south? Basically nowhere else. Not even Okitsupa. That is a big city. Not even in Bokoda. Yeah. Or anywhere else. So then the question begs, why are these people not scaling and trying to meet the consumers at every point that they can? You know, that's one of the problems with the love. You, if you come to even the smallest cities in most countries, you'll find in McDonald's, you'll find KFC and all of these things. Hell yeah. Everywhere. Hell yeah. It's even basically the, like they are in your face. They, and they even give you no choice, right? <clears throat> If you get, yeah, they give you no choice. They, they don't give you options. Is either you're hungry in the morning, they're there for you. If you're lazy, cannot be able to make yourself some food, they're already there for you. McDonald's here works 24 hours. Yep. So you get back home drunk. The, the people you think of you want to call is McDonald's. They give they don't give you they will even advise you not to cook at home. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, now nah. if they have the option of like, yo, stop cooking at home, just come. We are ready to serve you. Hell yeah, they will do that. But in Nigeria, it's, it's the other way around, man. Hello? Man, the elections are coming up in Nigeria. Oh, yes. Everywhere is heating up. Trust me, man. Election presidential debate is one of the... I have a feeling like the algorithm is going to trend a lot as from this month and next month. So maybe we have to jump yeah. on the train, man. Because we miss the Arokele, we miss the Arokele algorithm. We miss the Soja Boy algorithm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> man, Soja Boy is popping. Man. I swear to God, those Big two time. algorithm was crazy. Every little thing that has to do with Arokele, Soja Boy, thousands of views, thousands of streams, thousands of listening. I was like, hey, yeah, and things like that, right? Content creators always jump on the bad wagon, man. Even people who doesn't have shit to talk, who doesn't have the in-depth knowledge to even discuss their own issue, they just come for the view. 
I was reading, I, will, uh, I normally listen to this podcast, not like, I just listen to them because just to uh, fulfill my six hours of podcast every, every, every day, right? Yeah. So they already talked, they, they already had an episode <clears throat> where they talked about Arokeli issue the uh the series that was okay not so bad the second week the very second week episode it was still about arokel i was like why are you guys shaving arokel over my throat man you've talked about this shit for the first week it was okay but the second time is not fun anymore it's becoming redundant repetitive you're saying the same thing all over for two episodes just because you want the yeah. views because they know like that shit was trending and they have to jump on it every minute. Fact, fact, fact. You know, I think everybody is just trying to play play the game because at the end of the day, the game is the game. It's the game, yeah. So if it gets you top of the of the ladder, then that's, just do that's it. what I said we missed it. Because those people they actually after they analyze the uh, I go back to their YouTube channel before the arrow Kelly. Uh, before the Arokeli issue, they like the their number was okay, but after the two Arokeli episode, one thousand more subscribers. Okay, one thousand more subscribers. So I was like, and a guy that talked about the issue the first day, I was like, I kept monitoring his YouTube channel. I swear to God, man, yeah. he went like most of his videos. Like, he's a very uh, he's a famous YouTuber. Most of his video, now he has a podcast. That is what most of YouTubers are doing right now. They migrated from yeah. YouTube, started creating uh, podcast content. So yeah. most of his view is like uh, 12K. The highest was 60, uh, 64K. But the Arokeli episode, 500K. Damn. I swear to God. That's, that's what they call astronomical numbers, man. 500K, I was like, yo, man, this is crazy. And only a few podcasts, right? I mean, traditional podcasts actually talked about the whole Arokeli shit. You know, for, for me, I just felt like everybody was talking about the whole Arokeli thing and I didn't really feel the need. Exactly. It's, it for becomes us to even re- want to yeah, talk it's about because it. I don't even, I really don't want to talk about it. There's no way we're going to talk about it because, like, I'm not saying what he did was good or the documentary. The, I, first of all, we're not going to see the documentary. Yeah, I didn't even see it. I didn't um, see it, yeah. Second of all, we're not American. Yeah. So I was like... Definitely okay. have different problems. You yeah. Know, like, we're suffering through... We can't just because you know, we want to increase our view, our list, our, our base, and just talking bullshit. We definitely have a lot more things that, that are happening within our social... Uh, Environment, Circle, yeah, uh, politics in Nigeria that needs to be talked yeah, about. Yeah, so yeah, I, so we I let mean, the like, Americans worry about their own uh, problem. Exactly. Okay. I know we have we we have a president who can't even remember shit. <laughs> and and if you really want to like, if you want to go after Nigeria, um, uh, uh, views or listener, I was I have this stupid opinion. I don't know if you buy to it, but anyway, the election is coming soon. And okay. And as you can see, we have presidential candidates who, with uh, uh, digital base, which is uh, Shuri. I swear yeah. to God, you make a video or you make uh, a podcast with a uh, YouTube video uh, attached to it, 
Are you here on Shore's group? I swear to God, his base is gonna dive dive on everything. You're gonna just just make it favor them. <laughs> that is all you have to do. <laughs> yeah, he definitely has like that's all you have to mob do. followers. Oh my god, those guys are crazy. They are man. I can see like uh, I'm on his group on Facebook. Someone added me to the group. I love it. I've been monitoring them, right? And it's like, you know, yeah. I don't know if because of my social media usage, right? I get irritated easily. Just because I love or Shiori Manifesto doesn't mean I, I'm going to like all his supporters. There's a lot of stupid idiots up there. Yeah. A lot of them make up it's, some stupid shit. <laughs> I was like, I can't handle it. It's a herd mentality, like herd followership where whatever comes out of the main guy, everybody's just going to jump on it as an authority or that's what it is. You know, one problem with Nigerian politics is that we do not question our beliefs or our or things that we hold dear. Yes, dearly. that's fact. And that's one of the problems that a lot of Nigerians presently have with Buhari supporters. They've forgotten that a lot of people today who are against Buhari supported Buhari in 2015. Exactly, yeah. But if I was one of them. these same people... Yeah, I but, definitely was one of those people who felt there was time for a change. Exactly, yeah. From Good Luck Jonathan to Buhari. But at the same time, over the years too, especially after his second year, going to his third year, that was when I felt like nothing has changed. Nothing. That, you know, I was making excuses for him, but going to the third year, I felt like it's basically the same thing. It's what Thailand calls same, same, but different. <laughs> same, same, but different. So, <laughs> now, Nigerians are not used to people questioning their loyalties or these things. Yeah. Okay, we supported Buhari, but now we are questioning his leadership, that what has he really done to deserve a second time? And that's what Buharist and Buhari things do not get. Because we supported him in 2015 does not mean we we'll support, him, support him all the years. time. Yeah, yeah, that's that is right. So that's the same thing. You know, no matter who is your preferred presidential candidate, there are definitely things that that person will say that you do not agree with. Yeah, and a lot. you have to be able to speak up that, whoa, this is not right. You know, it's just the same thing with Atiku Abubakar. He did not participate in the debate and his supporters are divided on if he should, if oh, he was he, right yeah. or if he was wrong. He was totally, he was wrong. He was right. He was wrong. There are people who felt he was wrong, but that still does not change their support for him. Exactly, Because they yeah, feel like yeah. he's the most viable candidate to challenge APC. But as, and that's what I want. It's not a consensus that, oh, he's right. There should be that space for debate, you know, a platform to share ideas that, okay, this is right and this is wrong. And that's what we need in Nigerian politics. Exactly. And, without, and without being, without being uh, abused or without being uh, accused of, uh, I guess, I mean, like we just have, we need a platform where my opinion, I can share my opinion without being crucified. And you can yeah. share your own opinion without being abused or caused. And that is one of the things I don't really like about uh, some of the showeries followers. Like, they rent abuse on everybody and every individual that goes against showeries, uh manifesto or didn't think he's the right person to lead Nigeria. And in a way, I think he's like with his manifesto and the way he's had been handling things. 
his campaign funding. He he go on live stream every week to tell Nigerians the people who are donating like how much they'll be able to raise, how much he has in his uh, their his party's account, how the expenses like the money from GoFundMe, uh, the money from uh, um, a Zenith bank account. He like he give his he give account of everything, every spending like his accountable and he, that 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 shit is crazy. Not so many Nigerian politicians will even have the time to even talk to their own base, to talk to their own followers, to take questions from their own followers, to answer things, to go live stream. Not a lot of them. And that is what we need in Nigeria for now. We need a transparent government. And that's yeah. what that's we what need, we definitely need a transparent government and a very transparent and strong institutions. Because one of the problems with Nigerian politics is campaign funding. Exactly. Okay, look at what the PDP or the APC is doing in Lagos State with campaigning. The way they flooded the streets with uh, posters, with gifts, with these, with Ezra, that. Yeah, rice, if, bag of rice. Can, and how many of the parties, how many of the major political parties can declare their campaign funding and sources of funding? No. You know, they, I think we have a limit of amount that can be spent on elections. And you have to prove how you got this. How money, you get the money, yeah. Which is something that is definitely available that that would work in the but, US. But 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 in Nigeria we don't have we don't have such yeah. But in a way because actually enforce that even to even buy a a presidential candidate uh, 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 primary form in most of the major parties is hell of a shit. Like how yeah. how would you for what? No, basically people are even taking bank loans to contest politically. And these loans comes with interest. And when they win, they have to pay back pay these back, loans yeah. and also find other ways. So when we think of a more transparent government, we also have to think of election campaign funding and how that much should be, that should be even, actually yeah. sent, spend. That should be that should be implemented into a law in Nigeria. Like you have First of all, like because like no campaign, any anybody that is campaigning for any office in US that ask for uh, uh, for campaign donation, they have to be so transparent about it because if you misuse those donations, right, you will be... you. A lot of people will sue you. Yeah, but people definitely. like PDP, APC... You go to jail. Yeah, we don't even know who is donating to them. We don't know where the money is yeah. coming from. We don't know who their donor is. Like Omo Yolisho, he announced like the people who donate every day, he caught out their names. He set a target, like the last stream he did, like I think this week. He said, like, yo, we we targeted one million naira. And they they they, they accomplished that. A lot of people started donating 10,000, 5,000 from GoFundMe. They have to convert everything. So at least it was like transparent about his, but others and and their supporters, like that is why I have problem with James. I have an argument with James on Facebook just of recent. And I was like, yo, tell me one thing that you're campaigning for. Like, what what, what you've benefited from this Buhari's uh, government? Just tell me, just give me one example and I will leave you the fuck alone. Just tell me one thing. I'm not trying to force my own thing on you. Like, you have to support the social thing. You have to support. I don't have a political party. And I'm happy not to have a political party. Because I can be able to, 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 to give my fair judgment. But it's definitely fair. It's definitely fair. It's all right to not have a political party in Nigeria, especially when it's not ideological based. 
parties in Nigeria are not ideological based then. So so how will you even want to join any of those parties? Exactly. And I've been following a lot of like, I'm not a political person, but I, I swear to God, like most of the things I watch on YouTube, much of the videos, like it's all political news. Just because I'm not that political doesn't mean I don't want to listen to political conversation or listen to people talking about politics. I love listening to that. I watch your worry talking every day. Oh, uh, Drew, uh, what is his name? Duro Toye. Yeah, Duro Toye. Yeah, I, I listen to him all the time. Um, uh, Mogalu, I listen to all of them. But I have this difficulty of listening, even paying attention to Buhari and Atikun speaking. Not even for five minutes. I can't handle it. They are very incoherent. I cannot handle yeah, it because coherent. everything they are saying is just like, oh, fuck. It's like blowing my brain away. I was like, I can't handle this. I just have to, I can't. I watched the debate, like the, uh, was it debate or the community uh, debate between uh, uh, Buhari and his vice president? Not really a debate. It's just, it's just like community, uh, wherever, wherever. I don't know, man. I, yeah. I almost cried. Question and answer session. Yeah. I almost cried. I swear to God, I was like, this shit is crazy. This shit is crazy, man. And I don't know how the Kabas can even let Buhari come out publicly and disgrace himself. That's why they didn't even let him participate at the debate. The, the vice because... president was like, he was doing real-time uh, damage control. Yeah. He was trying way too hard for damage control. Like, Yo, there's nothing you can do. <laughs> the damage has been done. There's nothing you can do. The more you're trying to force it, the more it's becoming obvious to Nigerians. Well, I damage think it's control. just time for, for Buhari to go, you yeah, know, yeah. because one of the things that I feel about this whole thing is the sense that the Kaaba are just trying to hoist and foist uh, Buhari on us with the expectation that probably he will die in office or he will be declared um, unfit, unfit to rule. Yeah. So then... Simbanjo takes over. I think that's the, especially that's the Yoruba or the Tinumbu. But why will Yoruba always plotting for these same strategies? No, we can't do that. We can't be just because we want a minority well, in which Yorubas are no minorities, right? Just because you just, dude, because Northerners are going to use this against you every year, all the time, because none of them complete the 10 or you promise that they will keep bringing back. Uh, uh, um, Northerners to be president. There's nothing you can do about that. And yeah, if you, Nigeria is definitely very complicated, you know. Because normally, the Northerners have the numbers. They have the number. If the one of their uh, candidate doesn't complete the eight years, they're bringing one next year. And other other region has to be like you have to keep looking for vice presidency, vice presidency. So now we one Northerner is leaving, another Northerner will be coming in of. Let, let's see, let's see, uh, Nigeria kind of vote uh, Buhari out and then they vote another Northern in, which is Atiku. It's going to be there for eight years. You know, def- one of the reasons why I feel like Nigeria should just be splitted into two different parts is the fact that we're having this conversation about Northern and Southern, Eastern, and whatnot. Because in the larger scheme of things, that should not matter. What should matter should be nationalism and patriotism. But basically, we don't have that in Nigeria. Everybody's thinking about regions that, oh, it's time for the north to leave. It's time for the east to lead. 
it's time for the Yorubas to do this, to do that. At the end of the day, one common denominator in all of this is that whoever comes in there just continues the wrath in the system and continues to just ruin the place. So it doesn't even make a difference at this point in time. But but what I'm trying to say, but even though we want to like we want to live in a Nigerian where like everybody is Nigerian, like and every 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 um um I mean every region, every part will be considered as one, but it's not gonna work. It's not that is not how Nigeria is structured. There's no way we've been marginalizing the Igbos for years and nobody's even talking about them at all. We never have a conversation whereby we, we will publicly admit this, that we've been marginalizing Igbos even before they started fighting for uh, Biafra. We don't want them to be, to be, uh, to be president. And this, is the, this, is, the, this comes out from the Yorubas and the Houses. And we all should. I definitely be, feel it's time for, for an Eastern to, we, to lead. The we all should be guilty. Well, we all should feel bad about this. I feel like they've been marginalized. Definitely. Yes, and of course. Their call for secession is definitely founded. It's there's basis for it. If they feel like there is no need to be part of our federal system, because we've be not included them in any ways. Yeah, even though I don't think including them is going to change anything, but they do have that right. As a Nigerian, so right? Give to try. Yes, they have it. Okay, now, um, I don't, I don't, I don't like this idea. If if Nigeria have to be ruled by people who are are business oriented, who has the business idea, it should be Igbos, not Yorubas, not Hausas. But Hausa <laughs> has the numbers, and we the Yoruba, we think we have the the knowledge, the intelligence, and whatever it takes. So we have to just kick them aside, y'all. You go, and in a way we have to like we 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 divide ourselves into uh, uh, a tribal zone, three major tribes. In Nigeria, we have the Igbos, the Yorubas, and the Hausas. What happens to the Yorubas, the Edos, the the exactly. Upes, the 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 Johns, the Ilages, the what happens to them? You know, you know, a lot of the times you see black people talk about marginalization on a much more larger and global scale. Then when you internalize or nationalize these conversations, you see the things that we've personally done to each other. Yeah. Which is how we see uh, the three major tribes as the big guys. Why every other person is just... They're irrelevant. Yeah, they're, not, they're irrelevant. Has to feed on their own or whatnot. So that in itself is marginalization because if not for, let's just say, luck that happened with good luck, Jonathan, yes. when do you think we're ever going to have an Ijo man? Hell no, it's not going to happen. You know that is not happening in Nigeria for the sure. The whole population of the Ijo nation is not even one third of Lagos State. Yeah. Like when you combine the Ijo's in River State, in Bayesta, in and Delta, Ondo State. And in Ondo State, they're not even up to one third of Lagos State at the moment. So, what are the odds of somebody from that tribe actually becoming a president of the of the Federal Republic of Nigeria? It's very limited because yeah, of very, the way yeah. our politics is. Yeah, like I mean, like in Nigeria, we play we play in tribal politics. That's what we play. Yes. That is why the 
the the the outsiders think is their own responsibility. They feel superior when it comes to Nigerian politics because they have the number they have, and and this this is another thing they they've been going around saying they have like, uh, Hausa language is widely uh speaking around um the uh African like they have other African country who speaks Hausas, or Fulanis or I don't know, so they have this tribal superiority over other tribes because they have the number number is like and when you have to count right they have the highest number of states in Nigeria they have the highest population which I'm still even up to now I see the, I see the doubt that statement most you of know, the- it's definitely one of the conversations I've had recently with someone that I do not believe the population census of I don't believe it the actual number of people who are based in Nigeria who are born in Nigeria no a lot of those numbers are inflated for political purposes. Exactly, yeah. The north, they are not that much. The number they are like they're claiming to be is north. There's no way that can be true. Space of land in the north are very empty. Exactly. So how could you how have that have number? <laughs> and the lot of places are still empty. I mean, like, I don't know, man. I don't know if we're up to two two hundred millions, uh, which uh I really don't believe. Because if you have it to is. If you have to consider everybody is just playing politics of numbers, you know. Yeah, that is what sells. <laughs> it's not. It's not the process of true federalism of national or nationalism. So it's just about what can I get from the central? How much can my people and I feed from central? So basically, that's what's happening. Yeah, that that is Nigeria for you, man. That is that is just Nigeria for you, and a lot of. Uh, a lot of state right now, like Ondo State, we don't even know the the original population of Ondo State. Yeah, but they will come to you, and some uh some local government chairman or some local government chairman will promise, uh their uh or uh, if they have their uh governor governorship candidate or presidential candidate of their party, they just randomly promise them their number certain number of votes. Even when the people in their own region is not up to that number, they just promise they just throw the number out there. <laughs> Imagine one like one of the questions, one of the things we've talked about here is people not questioning numbers, their right? Loyalty to leaders. Yeah. Okay. Uh Ganduje in Kano State promised Buhari four million votes. Okay. Why is nobody in APC questioning the Question validity, that number. validity of those numbers? And when you look at Kano State, it's more of the stronghold yeah, yeah. of Rabiu Kwankwanso, who is PDP. Okay. So what are the strategies you have to be able to pull those 4 million numbers? 4 million out? numbers, yeah. They just throw it numbers, just doesn't make sense. Yeah. And everybody is just going with it like, oh, it's fine, it's going to happen because they know it's going to be rigged and the numbers are going to be padded. Because there's just no rational way that these the numbers are going to reflect four million votes from just how do you, how could you even tell how many people that's going to vote when you don't even have their PVC and you don't even have the list of the party they belong to? How is that possible? How many registered voters do you have in that state? How many are you sure are PDP or APC? And I, I was I don't know how true this is, right? They say I, I know it's going definitely going to be fake because I just I uh, I came across this on Facebook this morning. 
and they, oh, last night, and they say Atiku just appointed uh, a 16 years old girl to be the campaign manager for youth. <laughs> <laughs> that is, you appointed someone who is not eligible to vote. To vote. So it's just a politics <laughs> of absurdity. That's how would, why how would you do that? If that is, I don't know, man. Allegedly, man. I don't know how true that is, but how could that be possible? Someone who can vote, or you are uh, uh, appointed that to handle your campaign, or you just want to say, yeah, I appointed the youngest campaign manager ever. Well, we always we definitely have this. Um, this penchant for wanting to be the first at everything, even though it is even the worst of things. Okay, I'm the first. When I was listening to the Lagos State gubernatorial debates, yeah, I think I watched that. I, I, listened to that I was, I, um, I was listening to Sonwolu and the other guy. Um, can't remember his name at the moment. The the governorship uh, candidate of the ADC. I think Sonwolu went first. I'm the first person to do this. I'm the first to do this. I'm the first to do this. I'm the first to do this. I was like, what? Are you first to so do how does that? How does that really add credibility to, to who you are? Especially when nobody knew you or anything about you until you were foisted and hoisted on the people by the cabal on Budilon Street, which is uh, Tinumbu. So if you're the first to do all of these things, why haven't you even re- received this recognition? And the other guy of the ADC, who I think performed better than everyone else, also said, I'm the first in my family to do this. I'm the first of this. How does that really matter? I, don't, I, I really don't know the, their parties. So I don't know the party you that know, belongs, but there's there's this man that looks like uh, Aborisha. <laughs> in the... In the governorship in the uh, Lagos State governorship yes. Uh, yes, debate. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The man from New York who kept saying, uh, <laughs> "I'm a lawyer in, in the state of New York. I think I'm gonna do this. I want to do this." Oh yeah, that, that was you know, so funny. It was just funny. You know? It was just funny. It was really funny. Uh, but I, I think, think I just found him amusing because of the way the things he was talking about and. For him, I think the most important thing for him was dethroning APC because yeah. he kept hammering the point that, oh, uh, they are forcing somebody on Exactly, us. imposition. Yes, is, imposition. Yeah, so, now it, imposition. I even, yeah, yeah, I even discussed so, that with Chang. I was like, this guy is like shooting at Tunumbu so bad. <laughs> he can't be imposing governorship on is, us. A lot of, I think a lot of Yorubas or a lot of Lagosians in in the U.S., shares the same sentiment yeah. as him that the Tinumbu cabal needs to be brought down and there needs to be a paradigm change in the leadership of Lagos State because I feel like a lot of Nigerians, even the guests we had on the last political State of the Nation podcast. Oh, man, those two, like, those two episodes did number. They did like... I think we have to have... Like, I don't know if you can uh, comment the remote... Interview. I want. I, I want to have both of them back again. We can definitely do that, especially yeah. leading to this presidential election. Yes, we yes. We really need that back. conversation. Yeah. So review a couple of the conversations. Yeah, yeah. Uh, We need that. Uh, some of the debates that are going on right now. 
Yeah, I can. I'll just talk to Baba for me, and I'll talk. I will talk to Chang. So they just fix the date, yeah, and we just have that set. We really have to put that up there, because I think right now that is that is what I was saying. Like we need to, we need that algorithm. And funny enough, we don't even share those interviews, like those conversations out there. But kind of Nigeria find a way to find it. Yeah, definitely. We have to. Damn, it's been an hour, man. Yeah, almost an hour. <laughs> it's so fast. Right. Time to check out oh, yeah. and get other things going, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what, what is... Life is not easy. It's not easy. Bros told me code almost killed you. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting used to it every day. I'm getting like, used yeah, to you it. get used to it. But because like that I'm time... I'm becoming but, a local. Yeah, that time in uh, in Amsterdam. Yeah, I've, for the first three days, I was flexing. Yeah, the code is not nothing on me. After yeah. four days... My nose was frozen and shit. I was like, no. It's my, brutal my, out there, man. Yeah, my ear almost broken. Yeah, ears and nose <laughs> are easily the most attacked part of the body. Exactly. You know? There's nothing you can do, man. So I'm, I'm actually considering getting like... Mask? The neck wrap. <laughs> okay, mask. Just to wrap my, my neck and ears uh... properly. But I'm not really that exposed because I live just... Uh, 10 seconds away from the train station. Oh, oh that was, okay. So I just have to walk like that is good, yeah. 10 meters. Ten, yeah. And I'll just get into the train station and then just that's good. That's better. going out. So yeah. yeah. So that's one of the advantages. So I'm not really that exposed, except I'm trying to do some things around town. Hitting, uh... Madrid is a lovely city, man. It's clean. I heard it's polluted in Bangkok from Oh now. my god, yeah. I don't know where the shit comes yeah. from, but yeah, it was kind of crazy. But you know, I don't normally go outside if not I'm going to play basketball yeah, or go exactly to school. Right. So, so yeah. Let's stay at home. Yeah. Don't kill yourself, please, hey, man. Hey, no. I have very short time to live in this country. I'm not going to get <laughs> Dude, I've been, I've been dealing with allergy for years and thank God the, the shit is yeah, 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 it's gone and That's I don't exactly, want to expose myself yeah. to the mad ones outside. So I just like stay stay inside for a while. Yeah. yeah. So when are you going to Rotterdam? Oh, I've already been to the Netherlands and back, man. Are you kidding me? Yeah, man. That's another story for another time, man. <laughs> and nobody informed oh, me. Man. Oh, man. It wasn't really a good one, so... What happened? Yeah. Just... Yeah, we'll talk. We'll talk offline. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know this shit, man. Oh, man. Anyways. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, but when you come, we'll probably be able to do that again. No, we're going... No, it's not... We pro- No, we're going to go. <laughs> I have unfinished business there. I have to complete that. I have to mark yeah. that. No, I really have to mark that shit. And we're going back to Benjamin too. Uh, man, I really hope you are here in time because J-Rock is going to be in Amsterdam and... and oh, uh, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, the championship yeah, tour, right? And I really, yeah, the championship tour, man. I really want to go. When? When is I that? I really want to go. February 14th and 17th. Uh, ah, I'll yeah, let that slide. Man. I can't make that. I really wanna I really wanna go, man. J Rock. But uh, I don't know. I'll still see. But it's gonna be uh, Chris gonna... I was trying to purchase the tickets uh-huh. for us. Like if it's two or one ticket, I was like, oh wait, I gotta confirm with you before. No, I can't I can't I can't make it before then. It's and gonna be cheap, which is like twenty euros. It's gonna be around twenty it's gonna be around twenty eight, twenty nine. Yeah, it's gonna be around twenty eight and uh next month. 
So we are here. We are here. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be. It's gonna be. I dope, think I so. meet up with Brian, man. I don't know. Oh yeah, I was got... in the Netherlands when Brian was hitting me up like, "Oh yo, let's oh, party, shit. Like, let's fuck shit up." Yeah, wait, wait, I wait. I got back. Tell texted him. Brian. Tell... I haven't heard from him. You guys have to wait for me. Well, I guess we we'll have to wait because yeah. I haven't heard back from Brian. So I guys have we'll to see wait how for that me, goes. Ready coming to destroy that place, man. That's it. <laughs> 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 disturbing, disturbing, disturbing the peace, yeah. Disturbing the peace of Europe. Apparently, open, open the restaurant there. <laughs> Damn, that would work for sure, for sure, for sure. That would definitely work. Yeah, and oh yeah, work. you you talked to Regina. I kind of texted her on uh, Facebook the other week. I want to text her today and send her my number and oh okay yeah 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 that would be better but she's not living in madrid so. yeah she lives in a another city right yeah 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 she told me yeah i'll, I'll hit her up now i was supposed yeah. to do that this morning you better do that because we might we so, might yeah, end up hoping like my number now. little little are you to rest yeah so we'll start, <laughs> I do, I think yeah so little to restaurant who knows <laughs> Anyways, are we okay, calling well, it a day? Oh yeah, man, it's been good yeah. hanging out with you. The remote conversation was great, and this is the other room podcast. The other, the, the, the other room the, podcast the, the by Joel and Anthony, yeah, by Joel and Anthony, all the way from it's Thailand and Spain. Yeah, we're gonna do this next week again. Yep, yep. So we'll figure out a way to have for this sure, going. Sure. Yeah. So I have to keep our fans, our listener updated on how it's going. Ah man, see, take it easy. Yes, take it yes, easy yes. with the co. Um, uh, my regard to bros. Tell us, tell us, I go test them. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. All right.